Welcome to the road to growth, success of an entrepreneur. We've raised the bar. Learn firsthand from successful business owners and create your own path to success. I'm going to show you how great I am. It's time to hit the road to growth with team lead of the Enriquez Group, Realtor. Hi, you Road to Growth listeners. Today, I have Andy McDowell, uh, owner of Generate Your Value. Now, Andy, I appreciate you being here, and I do a deep dive on everyone. or try as much as possible deep dive. And it's so mm-hmm. funny as I put your name in. Do you want to guess who the first person to pop up was uh, when I did that? Yeah, yeah, it's a, a it's a particular woman that um, Groundhog. Uh, I, I, I yeah, I ended up disappointing a lot of people when I walk into an office. They say Andy McDowell's going to be here today, <laughs> and I walk in, and my response usually is, "But I stayed at a Holiday Inn Express last night." Exactly. <laughs> uh, so. I mean, the the question again. I, I like to start off these questions with, "What's your elevator pitch?" You're in an elevator with someone. You say, "Hey," someone asks you, "Hey, Andy, what do you do? What does your company do?" What's what do you say back to them? Well, uh, you know, when you go to your party and people ask you what you do, right? You know, typical responses: I'm a lawyer, I'm an accountant, I'm a CEO, whatever that is. But I, I like to start by saying I change people's lives. It's like, oh, that's interesting. That's not a that's not a um, a response I was expecting. And, and then that starts asking, okay, tell me more uh, from that perspective. When I get into the coaching piece and talk about, uh, I'm a life leadership small business coach, and to me, all three go hand in hand. It's not you can't silo those pieces. If you're going to be successful as an entrepreneur, then you have to be good at leadership and. Uh, leadership for me starts with self-leadership in your life. What what are your approaches to life? What's your mindsets and those type things? So they all go hand in hand. That's how I approach it with my clients. Well, we're talking about coach. I mean, uh, we've had a variety of coaches, consultants on this platform. So, I mean, so what separates you from, from other coaches, consultants, and people in that sector? Uh, well, I'm sure a number of coaches come from the corporate world like I do and so forth, but I have two unique flavors uh, that a lot of people don't have. One is my entrepreneurial journey, if you will. So I've gone from working for an entrepreneur to working inside of a major corporation, but asked to build a business from scratch and an entrepreneurial journey inside of a corporation and now, now launching my own business and being an entrepreneur. So I've seen a number of different flavors, if you will, of entrepreneurship. The second is that I have both left and right brain skills, right? So engineering background, a Georgia Tech grad, uh, worked for a highly technical company, largest exporter in the world or in the United States. Uh, So I have great technical skills. I can talk to you all day about aviation and the technical side of it. Uh, however, I'm also a singer and musician, a photographer, and uh, have a very creative mind. Uh, for, you know, very much the right brain side. So I, I look at both a- animals, both sides, so to speak. And the reason why business strategy is my strength, because you really need to have both sides uh, to be able to put good strategic plans together, which is what I help small businesses do. Well, so a young Andy... Was it, did it lean one more one direction more than the other of left brain, right brain, or do you oh, think it was fairly equal growing up? No, growing up, it was all the technical side. It was okay. Um, 
So electrical engineering degree, very much an interest in computers, ones and zeros, you know, the personal computer was just coming of age when I was in high school and so forth. So it was all very much centered on the technical side. I was always fascinated with airplanes and so on. I got the chance to jump into the aviation back, uh, industry. It, um, I grabbed a hold of it, but the creative skills, the soft skills, if you will, the emotional intelligence, all those type things all evolved over time uh, as I went down my career. Were like what happened to evolve those? I mean, because you you see a lot of people that maybe are introverts, and it sounds like you're more of an extrovert. I mean, was it life events changing? Was it people around you pushing you to change, or what happened to to get you to go that direction? Uh, I think I was jumping into leadership and uh, asking myself, what does somebody want from a leader? You know, if, it, you know, looking at my own bosses over time and saying, what what are the things that I would like to see from my boss or my leader or leaders, if you're looking up the ranks, uh, it's going to help me feel like um, I'm listened to, I'm heard, uh, I can contribute and add value to my team and the organization, what kinds of things. And saying to myself, this is the kind of leader I want to be. Because uh, I can't be much different than other human beings. So um, I'm going to do all my work reading books. We didn't have podcasts back then, but, you know, reading books and listening to videotapes or whatever we had available at the time to try and learn how to be the best leader I can. And it's the reason why I took a more of a life coaching kind of approach to uh, being a leader for my team as opposed to a, just a strict of uh, uh, authority, you know, authority or a military kind of uh, top-down, you know, kind of approach to to my team. What did you do to to expand that knowledge? Was it? I know you said reading books. Was it classes too, or was it strictly off the books and then putting it into like systems? Uh, it was strictly off the books. So I got hooked on the servant leadership, the servant leadership kind of style early on and did as much research as I could in that area to understand where were the areas I needed to grow um, with that particular style to take a people-centric um, approach to it and working with my direct reports. In, you know, it, It's a two-way street. So you sit around on the other side of the table and say, this is where I'm willing to meet you in the middle to help you with your life, your career. Um, those type things, but you got to be open and introspective with me from that perspective if we're really going to make one plus one equals three in these conversations and our time together. So uh, we got to establish that kind of relationship and openness and trust um, to have those conversations. Otherwise, I'll just talk to you about what your job description is and what goals you got to hit, and we can just do the standard standard way of doing things. That's fine with me. It's all up to you. I'm, I'm going to meet you where you're at. Well, and so you start bettering yourself, right, as a leader. What, did you start seeing the effects of how you're betting yourself as a leader into your personal life when you got into music, when you got to other stuff? Or what was that process like right there? Uh, well, it, that's another unique thing about my coaching aspect in, in my platform with Generate Your Value is – 
to help people understand how much the business construct can um, help out with their personal life. If you're going to do self-leadership and try to take you to uh, a place where your needs are met, the business construct is out there to meet needs in the world, right? Whether they be to the end consumer or to other businesses, why we do business strategy, why we do marketing, why we do all these things is to offer value to the marketplace and meet needs. Mm. So if you're going to take a philosophy of life that's in that servant leadership kind of mode where you're trying to bring value to your personal relationships, to your neighbors, to your children, to, you know, name all the different entities that you interact with in your life, then you can use uh, tools that we use in business, like a SWOT analysis to uh, tweak it a little bit and apply it to your life to develop a life strategy for yourself hmm. uh, to take you where you want to go. So uh, are you familiar with a SWOT analysis? Yeah. So strength, weakness, opportunity, threats. Right. Change the word opportunities to love and threats to fear. Now, all of a sudden, your passions, your loves are opportunities for you. Uh, to find joy and happiness in your life, as well as to bring value to the world. And fear is a threat to you being able to do that. Where do you have fears in your life? Where do you need to uh, reduce or eliminate things that are going to be disruptors in your life and not allow you to have the life that you want for yourself? Uh, it's a great little Simple tool, you know, it's a starting a SWOT analysis is a starting point of conversation for a business strategy. Why can't it be a starting point for your conversation with yourself and your loved ones about a life strategy for yourself? Or how long after you started looking at your own self uh, in the leadership role, did you start realizing that you could do the same thing in your personal uh, world? Uh, so... 22 plus years with the Boeing company as a low level executive. I would say probably halfway through my career at Boeing. Okay. When, when I w was starting to uh, have some experience trying to lead people and looking at these things, look, you know, reading influencer books and so forth. And uh, just thinking to myself about the overlaps there are between life and business. And, and then, so 22 years, when did you start thinking, okay, well, I'm better myself as a leader. I'm better myself with a personal, my personal world. Now my next goal is to start my own company. I mean, when did that kind of start coming about? So uh, after 22 plus years with the Boeing company, I got uh, along with thousands of other people got laid off because of the whole oh. 737 Max uh, problem. So I had hoped or had a goal of doing 30 years with the company and then maybe doing coaching on a part time basis be sort of semi-retired but I only got to 22 and a half and it's my passion it's my why uh in life to help build businesses and build people uh so I, all right it's time to go do this full-time start my own business become an entrepreneur and start um coaching people um to help them find joy happiness and success in their life so right when you got let go I mean it was kind of like that was you, you assessed kind of what you're going to do and you got into coaching or was it any thoughts of, well, maybe I can find another company, anything like that or no? Sure. Yeah. I mean, it was always an option on the table. 
to go back to the corporate world, but uh, I always had the entrepreneurial itch and felt like I do best when I can uh, have complete control over what I'm doing. And you go over into back into the corporate world, you have some control depending on what position that you're getting placed in, but you don't have complete control. I got you. And then in in that, do you think you would have waited the whole 30 years if you didn't get let go to get into coaching? Or was there any kind of itch? I guess before that, and you said that you're waiting to do the 30 years. Well, I was in, in a lot, a lot largest regards. I was already doing that within Boeing. Okay. Uh, it's just that I wasn't doing it full time, right? There were other aspects of my work that I had to do um, to deliver on the goals for the Boeing company. Um, and coaching was my favorite thing to do, but I wasn't doing it every single day or every single week. Uh, within my job. Now I have an opportunity to go, go do something that brings me a lot of joy and happiness in the world and do it full time. What do you, what do you think was the the biggest difficulty in uh, starting your business that maybe something you didn't see or kind of weren't aware of when you, when you went on that journey? Uh, was my network. Okay. Right. So I was traveling around the world, working with governments around the world. My network was uh, around the globe. And now I'm going into the small business network that's right outside my door. Hmm. Um, you know, when you were traveling 40, 50% of your time around the world, you don't have the time back home to develop the networks that you need. So I knew going into developing, uh, my coaching business, the hardest hurdle for me was, uh, making contacts and, connections within the small business network looking for for clients what did you do to i guess grow your knowledge base of how to network with those people how to was it consulting yourself was it coaching yourself was it networking of other like-minded coaches or how are you kind of building a structure uh was getting involved with organizations um where I could sort of have a one-to-many relationship, right? I'm one person, but I'm going into organizations where many small business owners are at to start shaking hands and meeting people. And even if you might not be a client, you might know 10 people in your network that could be a client for me. So I'd appreciate um, at least an introduction kind of thing. So Chamber of Commerce is uh, closed networking groups. Um, you name it, any kind of associations or, or um, business communities, if you will, that you could go join and start shaking hands and getting to know people. Now, kind of building the brand, I mean, besides, I guess, the networking and kind of that transition, was there any other times throughout the process where you're going, maybe I should go back to plan B or was it fairly uh, – straight uh, uh straight shot of kind of building your brand full steam ahead well it's about you know so my definition of success is living your why out loud mm, you do okay. it on a daily basis living it out loud uh, i always have a plan b to go back to the corporate world or work it for somebody else it's always an option for me uh, but i'm not going to be as happy in my life and living out my why out loud as it is in my coaching business right so 
the, the entrepreneurial journey in the very beginning is all ups and downs, lots of bumps in the road, lots of days where you're just scratching your head going, why am I doing this again? <laughs> you know, kind of basis, but it, and you have to have a lot of perseverance and grit, if you will, in the very beginning, because not every day is going to go your way. And, um, it's one of the things I first get at when my clients is where's your mindset? Are you living an intentional life? And do you have what it takes to survive the bumps and bruises you're going to have until you can get some momentum in a, in a, in a good strong base for your business? Because you're going to need it. There's, there's not many uh, stories out there where somebody opens their doors and a week later they're, you know, they're millionaires or, <laughs> <laughs> when, when, when I get those stories of people saying, oh, it was, it was smooth sailings throughout there, I usually go, okay, they're holding something back or they're hiding something. Yeah, somebody's not living in reality, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, if if we were talking, let's say, in five years from now, where do you see yourself? Where do you see your company? Uh, so, so my my uh, – I call it a BHAG. It's a term we used in Boeing – big, hairy, audacious goal uh, is for generate your value to be um, a platform of courses, books, um, you know, the typical things that the coaching businesses grow into that will enable people to live the lives that they're that they want for themselves, living out their why. Uh, obviously, I'm a big Simon Sinek fan <laughs> using the word why all the time, but uh being able to bring my unique approach and in, in what we talked about previously, you know, the connection and overlap between business and life and some business strategic tools that you can use to help somebody um, grow in their self leadership and then eventually become leaders of others and do it successfully is my, um, is my BHAG. So I, I have uh, my own podcast names generate your value. They've been doing since August of, uh, 2020. We're in season two of it. I do with a co-host. I'm in the process of writing my first book. I'm out interviewing with folks like yourself and so forth to help build a brand and build a message um, in hopes that it resonates with people. And if it does, then I might be actually effective and generate value in this world and people's lives. So it's all right. In the beginning, it's all about a test. Yeah. You've got certain assumptions and you're out there testing your assumptions. And so it remains to be seen whether it'll be successful or not, but I'm greatly enjoying the journey. How, how do you assess your, your ventures like the podcast, like the writing the book? I mean, how do you assess it? Is there like a algorithm you put together? Is it based off of sales Is it based off word of mouth? I mean, what do you, what do you use as that barometer? Uh, it's well, I'm, I'm much more quality over quantity. So I, I yeah, I look at the numbers and so forth and so on, but I, I try to reach out to listeners and people I know personally who listen and try and garner feedback as to what little nugget did you get out of this episode or that episode or, you know, you listen to 10 of them. Do you feel like you've um, got something that you can incorporate into your own life that's going to help better it? Uh, I mean, from I think that perspective. That's I mean, that's probably the difficult thing I think for most people is trying to find that one nugget where they can take with them and go, I can do this in my life. I can make myself better. Cause one thing to hear the words is another thing to live the words. Yeah. And I think, I think that's why I keep 
emphasizing this overlap between business and life because the people I have talked to after doing it for a year and a half, what are the main messages or the big aha moments uh, that they had in listening? That's one of them. They really hadn't thought about how much of overlap there is between business and life. And there might be some things that business can offer uh, in terms of life strategies for the reasons we stated at the beginning of the interview. I mean, I think that's a difficult thing for a lot of people is to, to find that overlap, but also have that division in, in business and life. Turn your your business life off when you're working your, your life and kind of vice versa, I guess. Well, life and business are complex, right? And whenever yeah. we're dealing with it, the analogy I always use, how do you eat an elephant? Right? One, bite well, eat, eat one bite at a time and in small chunks, right? And right. so uh, we as human beings have that tendency. We want to start siloing things in our lives, thinking they're not connected or I can think or process this better if I just put this over in this one particular box and only think of it that way. Uh, but the r- reality is there's so much overlap that you just you, – you can do that. You can simplify things, but you're you're going to find a, a life journey that's going to be so much more difficult uh, if you do it that way, as opposed to looking at the overlaps and saying, oh, I can make myself so much uh, easier for myself in my personal life if I take this business construct, apply it over here. Um, or think of it this way, Vinny. If you, if you were to take a teenager or somebody coming out of college and you gave them these simple business strategies to apply their own life and they desire to be an entrepreneur and they apply it in their own life and use it and see the benefits out of it. Now, now they put the shingle on the door they build a business plan. How much more do you think they're ahead of everybody else? That's an entrepreneur having experience using these tools to now apply it into the business when they've seen that it works and have the confidence using these tools because they've applied it in their own life. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it, I think it's so true. I think the tough, I think the tougher thing something I talk about a lot in this on this podcast is not necessarily about the knowledge uh, this day and age. It's more so about actually good knowledge. I mean, because there's so much information out there these days, and everyone's an expert. Everyone's basically done mm-hmm. this, this, and that. And you take the wrong information, you could be down the wrong road, wrong path. And next thing you know, you just um, spent time where you probably shouldn't have spent time. Yeah, I was on a conference call earlier today and somebody brought up the notion that I hadn't even thought about. But how many influencers are out there with their own sort of optics or the way they look at things in life and in business? And they say, no, you should go down this route or you should go down that route. Um, If a person only picks one of those and only uses one of them in their life, they're not going to have any conflicts or anything with it. But if you start trying, you read this book, one book, two book, three book, four book of all the different influencers and they have different approaches, Um, you know, like Simon Sinek versus a Gary Vee. For example, hmm. their their philosophies or or their thinking about it could uh, bang up or hit against each other because they're one's macro, one's micro, or whatever you, you may want to say from it. Um, 
it's just going to make life more difficult for you. So I always encourage my clients, pick, you know, pick my approach, pick somebody else's approach, but pick just one or two that aren't in conflict with each other and just run with it through your career. Um, instead of trying to listen to everybody and, and incorporate all of it into it, you're going to run into conflicts somewhere. Yeah. Because no, they all have different viewpoints. No, I totally agree. I mean, if you could go back to that, uh, that young person that maybe before being an engineer, a person mm -hmm. that was, I mean, maybe more on the numbers and not an extrovert kind of still working on their, their life. Any advice you'd give to that person? Uh, work on yourself before you become a leader. I think that's you probably know, I, I'm, I'm a, and I use this all the time, I'm very open about my upbringing and so forth. But I came out of high school and college with very low self-esteem, hmm. uh, went through therapy and other work to try and, and rectify it. Uh, but you can't you can't begin to start loving others or leading others or anything until you have that for yourself. And so I might have a client comes to me, wants to talk marketing and business plans and so forth. But I usually go, well, I work a little bit differently let's talk let's talk about what's inside of you first before we start getting into mechanics or running a business how and assess that first well how often do people push back on that idea and say i didn't hire you to talk about my personal life i hired you to talk about my business well i usually go meet him for a cup of coffee and talk about my philosophy so okay, if they don't agree with that or not interested in that um yeah, I can take them on as a client, but I say I just uh, I predict I'm not going to be able to bring as much benefit to your life as I could if you if we would talk about those things. But, yeah, we can sit down and do some one on one coaching, talk about marketing or strategic plan or whatever. That's fine. But I just don't think you're going to get the max maximum benefit out of what I have to offer if you're not open to that. Yeah, it's but we get that all that on the table over the cup of coffee before you know people start signing on the dotted line. So there's no uh, bad feelings, if you will, when you go down the road. Makes sense. Well, I, I appreciate you, Andy, uh, being here. I mean, I know people listening. Um, it, it wasn't the actress from uh, Groundhog's Day. <laughs> yeah, I thought we got probably more nuggets and more information than we might have got from from that person. So I yeah, appreciate well, you. Guys but what a nice hook for drawing people into your podcast, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just, so true. Just, I mean, just don't post any pictures, you know? <laughs> yeah. it's, it's so true. I mean, people sense, I mean, that insecurity, that, that, that stuff that you have to work on in your own personal life. In business, everything seeps together. You might try to keep it separate as much as possible, but it definitely comes through. And I think the way you look at, look at the world, I mean, it, it's huge for a lot of people right there because we – we go, okay, I need a person for my, my business. I need someone for my personal. I, mean, I just need someone for my business. I just want to make money. But it's all intertwined. You have to find someone that can look at the whole whole picture to, to guide you down that app you want to go to. Well, you might you might be able to do that if you're a solopreneur and it's yeah. just you yourself. But as soon as you bring in one employee, the it's it's someone like having your first baby, right? Yeah. You, you, yes, you're enjoying a certain life right now, but as soon as you have that first kid, it's all going to be different because <laughs> now you're leading somebody, right? You're you're raising a child, you're leading them, you're modeling for them and so forth in hopes that you know, 
you give them the right to tools and skills to be successful in life as an adult. So different here. If someone's listening right now and they feel like they really relate to you, uh, they want to get more information, mm -hmm. what's the best way of them connecting with you or connecting with your, your company? Uh, you can go visit my website, www.generateyourvalue.com. You know, my phone number, emails on the about page. Um, I'm also very active on uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and uh, Instagram. I have both business pages for my company as well as personal. Um, if you want to connect with me, if you're a photographer, want to see my photography, hit my Instagram page because I have a lot of my photography on there. Perfect. Well, thank you again, Andy. Please subscribe. Please share um, and, and follow Andy. All his information is in the show notes. So thanks, guys. Uh, and look forward to talking to you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Road to Growth, Success of an Entrepreneur. Please like, subscribe, and stay connected. Visit www.TheEnriquezGroup.com. Yeah, I created a website. Hope to see you again next week. The Enriquez Group, signing off.